Hi, we're the bookkeepers. I'm Coco. I'm Katie. And we are going to be talking about our March 2021 wrap-up. Anyway, so one of the first books I read this month is You Should See Me in a Crown mm-hmm. by Leah Johnson. Um, so cute. Love her on all social media. She's really cute. So cute. So this was her debut novel, and it's a contemporary read. Um, I know you wasn't going to get into synopsis, but I'm doing it. Okay, go for it. <laughs> so she is lives in this pretty wealthy town, and they do like a huge competition around prom, and you win a scholarship, and she's trying to get a scholarship. So even though she's not like your typical prom queen and not all about that popularity life, she enters into this contest. Ooh, exciting. Um, so I thought it was cute, but I am very picky with contemporary. is hard. It is. It's hard, hard. It's hard to really keep my interest. Um, but I think that's more of a me thing. Definitely. So I gave it, I think, like three and a half stars. I thought it was cute. I think it'd make a super cute film adaptation. Uh, Netflix should pick it up. They really should. Um, I thought it was cute. I just wasn't in love with it. Okay, well, my first read for March was Mallory, which is the second or sequel to Bird Box. Mm, I read Bird Box a couple years ago, but when it came out on Netflix, I read it. This was the sequel, and um, I think the audio, I did the audio version of it, so I think the audio is really great. Um, It's just one of those that leaves you, like, you're just like, I want to know what the bad thing in the whole story is show me what the bad thing is and then you're just left hanging mm, just like the first one so so does it pick without spoilers does it pick up right where bird box leaves off yes and no okay i don't know if that helps you any no. um it's we get a bit of a time jump okay but we do pick up very close to where we left off. And then the time jump happens? And then the time jump happens. Okay. So, like, you kind of move forward pretty quickly. So, did you like the narrator? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. I would definitely listen. Um, I think their name was Cassandra. I can't remember the last name. But, um, it's definitely a narrator I'll look out for again. Okay. was great. So, overall? Overall, I gave it, I think I gave it, like, a force four stars because like I was hooked I wanted to continue listening and reading and paying attention so like it won mm-hmm. my second one I read was Kingdom of Sea and Stone mm, sequel too yes yeah, so that was a it's a part of the duology written by Mara Rutherford yep the first book is Crown of Coral and Pearl which I loved and this book... This was the villain arc, right? Yeah, the villain arc that I didn't get that I wanted. Yeah. I'm a sucker for a redeemed villain, and I... If you're not... <laughs> we can't be friends. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, so I really... I really wanted more from the villain after reading the first book, and so I don't know if part of my dissatisfied rating is, again, a me problem, because... I wanted something and I didn't quite get it. But then the ending also was totally 
weird. And a lot of the characters at like the very final scene just make decisions that don't really match their character arcs, in my opinion. And so it just kind of felt off. So Interesting. I gave, but then again, I felt like part of it could be me. So I felt like I was being a little generous with my rating and I was giving it like probably just uh, three stars. Yeah. Because you had, you went into it with uh, preconceived notions of what you thought was going to happen. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my next one was Milk and Honey, and this was enough for a request from you. I did it audio, all poetry, all beautiful, loved every living last second of it. And you listen to it, like, all in one mm. go? Uh, I think it was, like, two goes, but it was fantastic. Yeah. Like, just, it's that feel-good poetry, you know? Mm. Like, it's got deep content, and it's got meaningful content, but it also just feels good and then the audio was just chef's kiss ruby car all like her it's just so raw yeah it's very raw it's very feministic um i feel like it's also easily relatable too i feel like almost everything she talks about has something that at least one other person can connect with Mm -hmm. and that's what i found really um satisfying is that just there was a little bit in each of it that you could connect with yeah i love that when i read that collection a few years ago and i did it on audio too and loved it which is why i pushed it on you it was fantastic i knew you would it's so good and And it's also like a great palate cleanser Mm -hmm. so like we read a lot of fantasy we live a lot in these big deep worlds that aren't real you need something that grounds you into real so that you can go on to the next thing. And this is a great mm-hmm. option when you're in between books. Yes. And then speaking of poetry, my next one I read is Where Hope Comes From. And it was an arc that I got off of NetGalley. And it's written by Nikita Gill. Um, she, I have not read any of her poetry before, but like everyone recommends her to me. Um, All of Bookstagram? Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> All of Instagram's like Nikita Gill. They named off all of her books. So I have so many of her collections on my to-be-read, but this is my first one of her because I got the arc that came through. Um, I love her writing style, but... So she wrote this, like, during the pandemic. Oh, this so collection. like in 2020. In 2020, she wrote it. It just came... I'm going to say it, it published this month in March... And I got the arc right before it published. Um, but she wrote it mid-pandemic. and Interesting. So there's a lot of pandemic-related... Topic? Topic and mm. poems. And, I mean, that's the whole message of it is where hope comes from. Uh, so she addresses... I see. <laughs> she addresses loneliness and anything you can imagine that kind of wraps in the pandemic now that wasn't everything but that was like the prominent note so if you're reading for escapism maybe not the right choice maybe not the right one yeah Yeah. so that that was kind of and I think it was more of again a mood it just wasn't the collection I was wanting in that moment but there were several in there that I really liked and I think I will like a lot of her other works that are more yeah she's on the list now yes she to um, be watched the list exactly exactly so I'm gonna read more of hers that are not about the pandemic good i like it oh 
You can go next. Cause oh, I, yeah. I'm out of uh, audios. For now. Let's see. Okay, so then I read Grown. Oh, I did this one before you on audio. I did it mm, probably back in January, I think. I think so. So Tiffany D. Jackson wrote this one. Fantastic now, human. I've read one other book by her before, allegedly, and loved it. So I kind of knew going in. She usually writes books with heavier topics. Heavier topics. And the cover for this one, if you haven't seen it, you should. It's beautiful. Yes, that bold yellow. Yes. Those earrings. Every mm-hmm. bit of it is fantastic. She captures the teenage essence so well, well, especially for girls, because like growing up, you are treated often like you're a lot older than what you are if you look older than what you are. Yes. And that's kind of the message is that our main character thinks she's grown and makes some decisions and it ends up being like this whole ordeal. It was a shorter audiobook. I thought the narrator was really good. She had a young voice, which yes. I think kind of also nailed the message home. Um and it's one that, like, I would have thought I could have read really quickly, but because it is heavy, it's like I would, like... But it's also fiction. So, yes. I think the... I think what Tiffany does a great job in Grown is giving you a story that feels very contemporary, but then also there's, like, a mystery to it. So, you get a bit of fiction that's not as contemporary. Mm-hmm. So, you, you're wanting to continue to read. And yeah. listen and turn the page. Right. While getting heavy, dense topic that needs to be talked about, needs to be heard, and needs to be listened to. But she does it in such a way that's, like, very tangible. Yeah. It's beautiful writing. It was beautiful writing. I loved it. In the author's note. It, yeah. If you don't know, you should just go do it. Just it's go good. listen. It's, it's great. And then I also did, this was a combo between audio and print. I read Concrete Rose by Angie Thomas. Angie, um, Angie, Angie, Angie. We love Angie Thomas. I've read half of Concrete Rose. I haven't finished it. I'm, we'll get there. <laughs> well, you were waiting on your library hole to come back. Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> we got to share. Yeah. Um, so Concrete Rose was the prequel to The Hate You Give, and we get Young Maverick's story. Mm. Also recommend the audiobook of that one too. The narrator did a really great job. He was exciting. He was awesome. Yeah, so I loved it too. And uh, yeah, you got to finish it. It was it was really good. I think I gave that one four or five stars. I can't remember exactly, but maybe four and a half. Yeah, I was gonna say, well, why didn't you give it five stars if you didn't? <laughs> so now I need to know. Um, I didn't give it five stars because it. I wanted it to end at a different spot. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) So, that's why. I see. Yeah. But I thought, I mean, it really covers um, being a teen dad. And that just doesn't happen a lot in young adult literature. Not because it's not happening. Right. It's just not usually on pages. Um, And I thought it was beautiful to see a teen dad POV. Yeah, so. a teen dad that's, like, present. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, so it's cute. Recommend it. Um, okay, so now we're moving on to books we have in person that we read this month. Uh, we should... So we just, you know, binged a thing. 
Yeah. Oh, and then the other one, too. So, we are currently working on the Throne of Glass series. Yep. Um, I started last year um, as a buddy read with someone else. And me and my buddy reader got to Assassin's Blade and Tower of Dawn this month. And then someone decided... And then I just decided I was going to binge all of them and read Assassin's Blade, Throne of Glass, Crown of Midnight, and then I'm basically like 100 pages left of Air of Fire, um, which is basically done. Um, and not disappointed. <laughs> I mean, there's a few things, like you can definitely tell this is like, if you're a Sarah J. Moss fan mm-hmm. and you've read anything of hers that's not Throne of Glass. Um, the first books are a little, like, you can tell it's her beginning work. Right? Yes. You can tell it's her starting point of writing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's hard when you have read further into her authorship. Um, yeah, because I read the A Court of Thorns and Roses series first. Loved it. Right, And that so was her I. later stuff, yeah. So this is so coming back to read this. It's a little different. It's a little different, and then just the the world building for this one for me is just like there's so much world building. There's so much to grasp. There's um, a lot of characters too, and it just continues to grow. Yeah, and she POV head hops, and you know, so like I'm I'm a stickler for. Um, whose head I'm in when I read a story. Um, I don't usually care. <laughs> I'm always concerned. I'm like, wait a minute, we switched POVs. Um, we switched what tense we are in, past, <laughs> present. Um, so she does that a lot. She just switches POVs on you. But it's good. I'm enjoying it. I'm continuing to read it. She's going to try to catch up before we <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, but yes, we'll have to do a whole episode over the series. It's a lot as to we talk get about. So I read Assassin's Blade and Tower of Dawn, and you read Assassin's Blade and all those other the first three in the series. Ones. Yes, and sticking on Sarah J. Mass. We both read Silver Flames, which of course pubbed this. Oh, Did it pub in March? No, no, this, this February. pubbed in February. But we February. read it in March. Oh, no, we read it at the end of February. Oh, because mm-hmm. I got an audio hold of it in. I put it in, like, many moons ago mm-hmm. for the library. Well. And uh, I, like, begged them to send it to me first. Yeah. <laughs> and it pubs on Tuesdays because that's when books come out. And we had, this, like, a huge snowstorm. Oh, yes, this was the snowstorm. We had a huge snowstorm come in Monday. And so... We didn't do anything else but binge this on audio. We tried to get the book, the physical book, which was impossible. All the, every old stores were closed. Yes. I, we even got out in the snow. Yeah. And it was close. I ventured out. Yeah. Um, but it was great. It um, continues on the Court of Thorns of Roses series. Mm-hmm. We pick up with Nesta's POV, Cassian's POV. And this is no longer on young adult no. shelves. No. We, this is we transitioned to adult smut. 18 and plus only, guys. Um, and we loved every, every second of it. Yeah. It's I think she does a great job of talking about mental health in this book. Mm-hmm. I think it's one of the big, big pluses, I think, that you could talk about it. Um, I think she does a great job of talking about 
the inner struggles of trauma and what that can look like for someone and I would definitely recommend it yes I loved it and my book club on Instagram we're covering this tomorrow dun 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 go Um, back and watch the live yes it'll be saved on my IGTV so alright my next one in person one is color me in um this story really was beautiful um I don't even know this was her debut Natasha's debut and I literally will pre-order anything that she puts out again um I did it half audio and half in person book and I really I gave it five stars I didn't have any bad things to say about it I think the characters were all really thought out she said I watched a panel of her and she said that it's not necessarily based solely on all factual events from her life right it's fiction but you can just feel that it's personal Mm. right and I think that's what's really beautiful about it is you can feel the author coming through the book yeah and that's the ones that I recommend is when you can feel it coming through the book she's gonna be on the y'all right yes I'm telling you, you sh- she's one to watch. Hundred percent. That, one. that one's on my TV right too. We just need a silent applause <laughs> for V Schwab because the invisible. And you haven't read this yet, and I'm just gonna silently die until you do. <laughs> I will read it before guys look out. It'll be on my April wrap up. Okay, hold mm-hmm. me to it. If you have not gone out and gotten this book, audioed this book, however you've got to get this book, you need to, it is beautiful. It wrecked me in all the best ways, and I like don't even want to tell y'all a synopsis of it because I don't want you to be spoiled i just want you to read this book <laughs> derek almost started to read it to me the other day because he had it pulled up and i was like don't read it katie wanted me to go into it blind yes no you can't so read, read it. it you just need to know it's got all the things that we love about a story we've got the villain we've got love we've got mysteriousness we've got two povs oh just hands down the book of the month for me was this one like pun intended yes <laughs> it was book of the month i got it from book of the month plug <laughs> that was a good one that was a good one yeah i'll also say <laughs> i'll also say that um katie is a young adult fantasy die hard die hard and so i she, live and breathe for she, y'all she fantasy. called me and was like abby is my favorite book Ever. An adult book is my favorite book. <laughs> like, it should go down in history she because of shook. that. She was shook. shook. I think it's... And I, I am going... I'll probably have to... We'll probably have to do a whole podcast episode of V. Schwab because I'm now obsessed. Mm-hmm. And we'll read All of them. everything she writes. That was your first V. Schwab. Because this was my first V. Schwab, so... Mm-hmm. I haven't read any of hers, but I have a few of hers on my shelves right now. I have Darker Shade of Magic, mm. and I have The Savage Song, and I have Abby LaRue on my shelf. 
So. It's great. Yeah. That'll be the next thing. We'll have to read all of them. Well, that is our merch wrap up of what we read. A lot of great books this month. So many. We had a lot of fun. It was busy. But we'll see what comes next. Yep. Stay tuned. Bye.